0: Welcome, everybody. It's Victory Monday. It's the Cowboys hour at Sidecar Social in the Star District in Frisco, and it is another Victory Monday. Thank you to all of you who have come out of the cold, or the cool. It's not cold. It's cold. We're discussing. We'll we'll, we'll have that conversation. Breezy. Breezy. Very good. That was the voice of the great Jonathan Hankins, Big Hanks, our guest on the program tonight. The anchor of the uh, Cowboys defensive line. And uh, we are so happy to have all of you here who are here. As usual, we'll provide a microphone for you to ask questions for Jonathan. Anybody ever call you Jonathan?
1: Only my mom. Yeah, okay. Only my mom. I don't want to make you
0: uncomfortable. So, (laughs) Big Hanks will answer questions (laughs) a little bit later on. And um, wherever you're listening on the Dallas Cowboys radio network, we're delighted to have you here. And whenever and wherever you are streaming on DallasCowboys.com, that's what these little camera boxes are. Big hands, wave to everybody. There we go. Nice to have you with us, everyone, on Victory Monday. (laughs) Everybody got to warm up a little bit. Yeah. Um, So that was a nice way to come out of the bye. Yes.
1: Yes. It was definitely a good way to come out of the bye. Um, (laughs) how, How... much
0: momentum is there really in the NFL from week to week?
1: Uh, it's a lot, especially once you're winning and you win in and once you stack them all on top of each other, it just builds more confidence, more morale for the team. Obviously, when you take a loss, it's, it's just tough for everyone. But uh, in the NFL, you know, it's always another week, and that's the good thing about the NFL. is another chance to go out there and prove what you probably didn't do well the last game or – uh, kind of continue, which you did improve on the last game. So it's always nice to be able to stack wins, and c- continue to win. But you know, definitely coming out of the bye, winning that's uh, definitely where you want to start it off. On the
0: now, uh, in a game like yesterday, it was such a strange game. It looks like we're gonna have a football game for a while, <laughs> and then in the <laughs> bat of an eye, yeah. Y- you know, you've got you've got the pick six and the block punt and the safety and another touchdown on a short field, and now yeah. the game's. I mean, it. I don't want to say it's over, yeah, it but. Over was it was, uh, it, was uh, it, it, it was close to over yeah, yeah. and uh, how do you uh, mentally how do you handle that and keep your intensity going
1: man honestly since the first day I got here um just the way we play on defense the way we attack the ball the way we turn the ball over at a high rate is just it's definitely new to me so when I am out there and we and that is happening during the game sometimes I just can't believe it like wow this is like it's kind of, sometimes it feel like you're watching a video game because <laughs> that's only when, Normally, you know, when you play a video game, stuff like that happen, but you know, for the Dallas and for us, that just became way of life and that's the way we practice and that's the way we look at the game all the time. So now it's just it's just amazing to see. So this this <laughs> is really interesting to me because if you don't
0: know Jonathan's travelogue, mm-hmm. uh well first of all, you're you're a Detroit young man. Yes, uh, And you went to the Ohio State University.
1: Yes, yes. That uh, was in um, how much did they pay you up there? <laughs> they paid me nothing. <laughs> I, I I wish I would have went, you know, if it was like this in today's time. No
0: kidding in the NIL. Yeah, yeah. I, I, wish. I surely Michigan or Michigan State was making a push to keep you at home.
1: No, sadly Michigan State didn't want me. Uh, for some wow. reason they said they didn't need me, and then Michigan just came a little too late. You know, Coach, uh, I think it was Rich Rod or Rich Regis. Oh, Rodriguez. The, Rod Rodriguez yeah. was there at the yeah, time. Yeah, and Rich he Rodriguez. Didn't, he didn't You're do right. a good job. He didn't do a good job. Wow. What was, it like,
2: what was it like? I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. What was it like playing at Ohio State and playing as a Buckeye? Uh,
1: I think that's probably one of the best decisions I made mm-hmm. in my life. Um, it, it was amazing, especially being a Michigan kid going to Ohio. And um, they embracing me. And, yeah. and just the winning culture there and being able to, you know, you know beat the rival, beat Michigan. Um, it's been a while since I've been saying Michigan. Normally, it's the team up north, but yeah, you know, yeah. 11 <laughs> years go by, it's just, you know, they're Michigan, but um, it was it was an amazing feeling, man. It's probably one of the best decisions I made, and I, like I tell all the guys that play football in Michigan, mm. you know where to go. You know where to come to, so.
2: Have you been following them at all?
1: Uh, Michigan? Ohio State. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always follow them. You know, <laughs> these last few years have been a little rough. Yeah. You know, we, we always get there towards the end, and you know, come up short, but um, this year I definitely feel like it's time for us to make that next step. I'm tired of us losing to that team. Well,
2: I believe they're third in the country now, so hey. Yeah, yeah.
0: and Michigan's second
2: yeah, in the country, I is that so. right?
0: So, so, now you and Jordan Lewis don't ever talk about
1: <laughs> the games, do you? Not lately. Lately, I've been staying away from them. Yeah. Jay Jay Lou is a big Michigan guy. Yeah, and then we got big old Mozzie Smith. Yeah? Yeah, I've been been giving him a little slack for the news that's been going around. I was like, is that the reason why y'all been beating us? You (laughs) never know. But then again, uh, it's always nice to see uh, the hometown team does well. Even though I am a Buckeye, uh, it definitely makes the Big Ten a lot better when both teams are playing at a high level. And no question. All right, let's get to this. I'm
0: so intrigued by what you just said, that when you got here, which was just a year ago. Yes. Like right before the trade deadline, yep. right? Yep. And and that was one of the best moves the Cowboys had made in my opinion and certainly in mid season in a long time. Mm-hmm. They really needed something like what you had. Yep. But you're talking about the play style and everything else being so different. Now you're a second round draft choice of the New York Giants. Yeah. Played there several years. Mhm. A minute in Indianapolis. Quick second. Right? Quick and second. then and then out to Vegas.
1: Yeah. Well, Oakland, then. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so, what what was it about here that's so different?
1: <sighs> well, you know, growing up, you always hear about uh, the Dallas Cowboys and, you know, the great history from the Cowboys and to, uh, you know, come for a soccer and actually play for them. Uh, I have an uncle that lives out here, and he's a, you know, not I won't say necessarily diehard ho- die Cowboys fan, but. That's all he. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's all he talks about and just seeing it everywhere. Um, it was – a you know, when I got the call and they told me I was getting traded to the Cowboys, I was talking to the Raiders GM, and, you know, I was just trying to keep it professional. But inside, deep down, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to one of the best defenses in the NFL and, you know – I was just excited that they actually, you know, wanted me there and needed me. So, um, it, w- it was, uh, a great fit.
0: Is it, is it something about what Dan Quinn does? Is it the chemistry with the other guys in the defense? Just defensive? being a Dallas Cowboy.
1: Really? Just being a Dallas Cowboy, that means a whole lot.
3: No, nope. what, what does
1: I it mean it. for you? It means a lot. Um, just, you know, being able to, uh, you know, become a, a part of history, a Cowboys history, um, they're always past, or, you know, guys that come back that play for Cowboys that's always around the building. And just the culture here, you know, Dallas, Frisco, like Texas. And, uh, you know, just being here for like a year and a half, I, I definitely think this is America's team. Because, you know, being away and never – being a Cowboy, you never really understood it until you actually become one. Mm. And I think it is a perfect fit.
0: You, you gave the Giants some pretty good years. Yeah. You were a good player mm-hmm. in New York. And uh, did you not – just by virtue of the division rivalry, developed some pretty good Cowboy hate for a while?
1: It wasn't necessarily Cowboy hate, I would say. It was always good uh, battles when we won against the Cowboys, but never hated them. Um, they always had great players, Tyron Smith. I remember Big Frederick that was at the center. Big, um, you know, I'm a D-lineman, so, you know, us uh, inter guys, we normally stick together, talk to guys. Right. But... Um, no, it was just always great battles. You know, I never felt any ill towards if anybody is New England Patriots for me.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All I right. And now, but but how about Philly? Now do you have some good Philly. Don't like fans? Philly. Don't like, don't Philly. like oh. Philly. Don't and, like Philly.
1: <laughs> you know, this is definitely one of the games I didn't have circled on my calendar because last year when I got traded, I didn't get the chance to play in those two games. So to finally be – oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So this will be my first time going. Were they both
0: before the you got here? Or were um, you hurt? It was you after
1: were? I got hurt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost forgot. Then they played them early hurt. in the year, and then and later. And then they in the went.
0: Year. So um, <laughs> don't <laughs> like Philly. What is it about Philly? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's just something about it, Especially if we got to go there. Um, <laughs> I never took any of my family members or friends. I, ne- I tell them don't go to Philly. And you know, I guess there's the stigma when you go there and you're not a Philadelphia fan. It's not a great experience for them. So. To go there and, you know, potentially get a win or win in Philly is definitely huge for this division and it's huge for us. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a, that's a good chance that it, that it will happen.
2: Oh, I mean, I was actually going to ask him about how does it feel uh, to be on the other side of that New York Giants-Dallas uh, Cowboys rivalry.
1: Oh, I felt good. Yeah. It felt good to go back to uh, Mad Life and whoop on them like that the <laughs> first game. Whew. That was, you know, that right, that right there starting off the season was definitely the way we kind of – practice in training camp, and that's just the way we feel that we are as a defense, so um, you know, for some people that watch the game, they're like, oh my God, but that's just the way we look at ourselves and the way we feel like we should always play.
0: I want to stay with this rivalry just for a minute because it's the game coming up, Mm -hmm. big division game, but the Cowboys and the Eagles have been fighting over the same turf for a few years now, so it adds a little bit of Intensity, mm-hmm. but division games. I mean, when you were with the Raiders and you're playing the Broncos that got, or the Chiefs that yeah. got a little, a little turned up, didn't yeah. it?
1: No, no, most definitely. Most normally when you're going against one of those teams that's been uh, a stronghold in division, it's always a mean a lot more, even though it is a division game. But when you got a guy like, well, you got a team like Philly that's been doing well the last few seasons. Uh, it feels good to be able to be one of those teams that you can say you knocked them off or, you know, took them down. So um, that holds a lot of weight, especially in the division and in the NFL.
0: So let me – I'm sorry, Nicole. Okay. Let, me, let me just ask you this. The going into San Francisco
1: mm-hmm.
0: because the last two years, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but guys really seemed to me from the coaching staff on down yes. like – that we've got to win this game. They knocked us out. We got to show them. We yes. got, and then, then you got your lunch money stole. Yeah. So, how is it different going into this game with Philadelphia than it was going into the game with
1: San Francisco? Uh, well, one, I'll be playing. There we go. So, uh, I think that's a little bit of difference. But um, just knowing them well, uh, the guys on the deadline, line uh, the defense. We know what they're capable of doing. We know the weapons that they have, the offensive line that they have, and also, you know, the little short yarders play that they have. So, um, really, it's just taking some good preparation, uh, continuing to play the way we play, and we just got to do it out there on Sunday.
2: For you as someone who has so much experience, right, you're one of the vets on the team, have you seen those younger guys like a Duran Bland and Marquise? all those guys really kind of have to step up uh, and fill those big shoes lately.
1: Man, they've been doing a tremendous job. Um, you know, obviously when I got traded, I didn't know everyone on the defense. Yeah. So, you know, as the year went on, uh, you know, ended up reaching out and talking to a lot of guys. But, you know, when I asked those guys, like, what year they're in, the way they play, it seemed like they've been playing for a long mm-hmm. time. So when they told me it's their second year, third mm-hmm. year um, – I was kind of in shock, you know what I mean? You know, they will put together great athletes, great players, great teammates. But to see guys that young that's producing at a high level this fast, I haven't seen that before.
0: Well, here's a guy who's been producing at a high level for 11 years in the NFL, Jonathan Hankins, our guest tonight, Big Hank. On uh, the Cowboys Hour, we are at Sidecar Social. in the Star District in Frisco, and Nicole.
2: And when it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jerseys. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: And we'll be right back with Big Hanks. Go Cowboys!
3: Supported by
0: Albertson. And welcome back to the Cowboys Hour. Brad Sham with Nicole Hutchison and our special guest, Jonathan Hankins. Big number 95 (laughs) for the Cowboys. Big defensive tackle. We are at Sidecar Social in the Star District in Frisco. We're here every Monday night, except for those very few Monday nights when we're not. But more about that later. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, the Cowboys have a big uh, game with the Eagles this week, which is... Why we're here on Victory Monday? Yeah. scared me. I know. Everybody was kind of <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody was kind of dozing. I thought we needed a little, just a little jolt of adrenaline. I, I want to ask you uh, about. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, wow. I got you. L- let me just Thank tell you, you. Appreciate it. I just you. <laughs> want the audience to know what just happened. So
0: Ivan, our great engineer, came over during the break, and he said to Jonathan, and to Nicole. Please work the microphone part of of your headset closer. <laughs> and Big Hanks, can you can coach that man? He took right Clearly. to it, nope, and nope. and and then our professional, oh yeah, goodness. Nicole, he. <laughs> Jonathan said, "Move move your mic closer." closer. Thanks, I appreciate. I love that. I love that he's got your back. Yeah. (laughs) I want. I want to ask you a a little bit to talk a little bit about the position you play, and then I want to ask you about a couple of your teammates. Okay. Um, When when young men are growing up playing football, and Mm -hmm. most of them, I'm going to say, with the exception of most offensive
1: linemen, were you ever one of those? Yes, yes, I was, I was. When did you play OL? I played OL once I got to high school. Okay. Um, let's see, my third year in high school. And then got moved. No, no, no. Why? Well, so my freshman year, I was playing middle linebacker and tight end. Oh wow! Yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yep. You had some clicks, didn't as well? you? Yeah. Yeah. i, I uh, that, after that first year, I said, I'd rather just go on a D line. And that's okay. just like, way too much. Because you're running. smart. Because yeah. you're a smart man. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. then, and then the second year? Then the second year, I was only playing D tackle. And I was like, man. It's not enough. I feel like, yeah, it's not enough. I could do a little bit more. And then <laughs> my, you know, my high school coaches at the time they said, look here, we're not putting you in tight end. I said, wow, really? I played, you know, a few years ago. It's not like I can't do it. He said, look here, we're going to put you on the line. You're on the defensive line. How about you play the offensive line? I said, all right, all right. It's not, it's not the worst, but um, yeah, I was, I was offensive tackle in high school, my last junior, senior year. Now,
0: see, now you've led me down a rabbit hole, but I will get back to this. Yeah. Do, do your offensive coaches know about your history as a tight end? Yeah, they know about. Or oh, for
1: our team? Yeah, these guys here that you're <sighs> no, working for I, now. I actually been trying to tell them it's a Hank formation. That they haven't ran yet. Thank wow. you. Yeah. Does it exist? Yes, it exists. I told her, you need me to run it, though. So. <laughs> well, of course. Yep. I mean, I'm
0: envisioning
1: a short yardage fullback. Yes. Or just me in the back and TP probably up on the wide receiver tight end. Oh. Just me. Oh, my. Yep, yep.
0: And now you could line up at tight end. Smack a guy and then just peel
1: off. That's not good enough. I need to be able to score.
0: No, I'm thinking about you smack the guy,
1: uh-huh. peel off in the flat, and Dak throws it to you. Yeah, but I like just running through people. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to go straight down the line, like right through the middle, or potentially dive over. Oh. You know, oh. and that's when people can catch a 300 pounder. Oh, you
0: know, <laughs> I am so glad <laughs> that you've told us that this exists. Yes. Because yes. if I didn't know that existed, and I saw you do that in a game. At my age, I'm not sure I'd make the next game. Aye, that aye.
1: might be too much for me. That would have been history. Now I <laughs> want to see it. Maybe soon. So, I gotta th- I so got it th- does th- exist. <sighs> it doesn't exist yet. I've been oh, you but know, you've poking been Mike me. at it, you know, letting them know, look here. It's, it's, at one point in time, you're going to probably need me. This, this is something we could do. Thank you. You probably should let them know. Oh, I'm going to have conversations. There's yes, no doubt. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the reason I even brought up the O-line thing is mm-hmm. most young men who are coming up starting to play football, they they want some attention. Mhm. And you don't if you if you're no lineman you're not getting any attention unless yeah. you call for penalty. So I give them a pass. Everybody <laughs> else wants some attention. Now, here you are 11 years into an NFL career. Mm-hmm because you have mastered a position that gets no statistics. Yes. How have you learned to kind of make peace with that?
1: That's pretty simple. Um, I'm going to enjoy this answer, whatever Um, it is. (laughs) Well, for me, me being in the trenches, being a defensive lineman, it's just the, the everyday or just the countless, you know, we right there next across from the offensive lineman, and it's just it's physical every play, and that's one thing I do love and enjoy. Put my hands on guys, just you know, pretty much just trying to dominate them. You know, I mean, each chance I get, but also when I do get double teams, being able to dominate that as well, and um, I take pride in that. I take pride in stopping the run, but also you know when we do get the chance to you know you know pass rush, I like to show what I can show. Cause you know, early in my career, I was I was able to get to the quarterback. I remember. But one thing I've learned since been here, we got a lot of guys that are even faster and quicker, and that can get to the quarterback quicker than me. So um, you know, I kind of just stay in my lane, make sure you know I'm doing everything they ask. You know, helping out the young guys, and just you know, just doing my road to the T, and just continuing to get better as much as I can.
0: And of course, one of those guys. Uh, number 11, is also in their ear all the time about playing offense. You know that, right? Yeah,
1: he's in he's everybody's ear. Yeah, he's in everybody's ear. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: All right, so now I want to ask you about a couple of your teammates. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the guy who starts next to you because I guess it's three years now for Osa. It's his third yeah. or fourth yeah. year, something like that, Osa yep. Digizua, But he seems to have taken a step to me this mm-hmm. year. He, he is more explosive. I know having you next to him, Helps him, and he's not the most um, dominant. That is to say, the most discussed player on your defense because you've got you've got Micah, <laughs> you've got D. Law, oh. you've got Bland now, and you had Trey, and we'll have him back, and yeah. and all those safeties. So what do what do you want people to know about Osa and the impact that he has on your game? He's
1: probably one of the best defensive tackles in this division. And maybe in the NFL. He's definitely top five for me. you talking about a guy that's undersized, that's probably stronger than the majority of the guys that's on the field. But now this year, what he did to take his game to the next level is get to the quarterback. This guy is so explosive, you know, just as explosive as Micah and D Law. He has that pass rush ability to be able to get to the quarterback. And, um,. He's been doing a fantastic job. What's and it like
2: uh, playing against uh, with a guy like next to him? What's it like playing next oh, to man, him? It
1: makes my job a lot easier. Mm. Um, even when there are times where I'm not sure about the communication, that guy's just like the coach out there. He knows right. where everybody needs to be, where the bliss is coming from, pass, you know, passing strength and everything. He's just as knowledgeable as a, a older guy, yeah. and he does a good job of carrying himself. You know, he comes to work, put the put the work in in the weight room, as y'all can see. And then just overall, his football knowledge is, has gotten a lot better from the time that I've been with him. And uh, he's definitely a stud. Um, there's no reason why he shouldn't make the Pro Bowl, just like several other guys that we got on this team.
0: All right, now let me ask you about the young fellow that you mentioned earlier. I, I had a very good friend around draft time. You know, You know how fans are when draft comes, and it was before the draft. And he said, I just want him to pick someone – who makes an impact. Yeah. And I said, well, let me ask you this. What if they pick someone? No, he said, I want them to pick someone whose name you say a lot. Yes. In, in the course of calling the game. Yeah. I said, right, well, let me ask you this. Suppose they pick a guy who makes a tremendous impact and I never say his name.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he said, well, I guess that would be okay. Well, that's to me the nature of the position that Mozzie Smith and you – Yes. play. He seems to me to be getting better.
1: Oh, he's getting a lot but better.
0: no one knows better than you. Tell the people about Mozzie Smith.
1: Yeah. Mozzie's a big dude from that team up north. Uh, no one pick. Um, he, he's he's Each week since the first day I saw him from training camp up until now, he's gotten a lot better. And where he's at right now, it's for him, it's is looking real good, and it's looking scary for other guys that need to block him. Because just one-on-one, on one, I don't think no one can handle this man. Like, it just got to the point where if you watch the last game or the Chargers game, whenever – anytime he's single-team and there's a run, he's throwing the guy that's in front of him. And sometimes it could be a little too early where he's throwing on the running back, getting up or the linebacker, or he's even throwing the offensive linemen to the linebacker. But the guy's strength is – probably the strongest guy in the NFL to me. And uh, just overall development and everything, it's it's definitely getting a lot better. His pass rush is getting a lot better. He just needs some time. He just needs to continue to, you know, play in these games, continue to do what he's been doing. And it's going to show. You might not be a real football players or football fans that watch the game, they know and they see that he's getting better. And um, once he finally, you know, get it all put together, You'll be hearing his name just as much as you hear Michael Parsons, or maybe Olson soon. So um, that was that was an amazing pick by the Cowboys.
2: You kind of hit it on the nail. He's still developing, right? Mm-hmm. But he's improving and making yeah. those strides to get better. Yeah. Uh, but. Has, it been cha- has he had conversations with you about how challenging it's been? You know, the expectations were way up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that he's not going to meet them, but it's yeah. just, you know, it takes some time for a young guy like that, right? So yeah. uh, has he had those conversations with you just expressing that?
1: Yeah. I told him, man, this, this ain't going to get no easier. I said, <laughs> the, the more, the better you get, the harder it's going to get. Yeah. And you out there throwing guys, just best believe those teams and coaches are watching. It's not a chance – it's very rare that we get single-team block. And that's one thing I think he's finding finding out now, that yeah, it's always going to be two on you. And uh, they're all, and there's always a way to be able to defeat two guys or figure out a way to make plays while you are being double-team. And that's what I'm showing on him, and that's what he's learning. Um, I'm excited for him, man. Um,
0: are there guys – when you were coming in, mm-hmm. uh, were there veteran guys in the league – that you watched to try to maybe, I don't want to say copy them, but do a little. And I'm asking because Aaron Donald's fresh on everybody's mind. He was just yeah. here. I
1: don't, well, when I was coming up, when I was, the guys I looked up to was more like Sean Rogers, uh, Cullen Jenkins, Big Vince World Wilford. Uh, big Big Vince Big World dudes, Four. yeah. yeah. The, big, the tackles that was in uh, Minnesota, was it Joseph? Yeah, Lenval Joseph? No, the, before Linval Joseph. The big Kevin, pa, Kevin Williams or Pat oh, Williams? Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. they had both of them, actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, um, also you needed a uh,
0: cab to get around Pat yeah, Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: When I came, I thought you had to be over 350 pounds to play a defensive tackle. <laughs> you know, back then it might have been the case, but now it's all about speed, power, and being able to move your feet. And I think that was one thing that uh, I did very well coming out was being able to move my feet for a big guy.
0: All right, we're going to take a break and come back and talk more about the life and times of Jonathan Hankins because I want you to know this very engaging young man. We are at Sidecar Social in uh, the Star District in Frisco on uh, the Cowboys Hour, and we'll be right back.
3: Hour Supported by Albertsons,
0: and we are back on the Cowboys' Hour at Sidecar Social, the Star District in Frisco. I'm Brad Sham with Nicole Hutchison and Big Jonathan Hankins, our guest on the program this evening, and
2: Luke Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. That's who this segment is brought to you by. There we go. <laughs> Thank
0: you very much. Um, so. Has how has the position the interior? And then we're going to find out a little bit more about about uh, you off the field. Th- this position that you play that gets no recognition but is critical, in my opinion. How has it changed over the eleven years you've been in the NFL?
1: Is my mic on? Yeah, we're yeah. good. We're good. All right. Come alright, on. All right. Um. Ivan, you can turn come mine on, off, man. but don't turn his off. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, they they definitely looking for guys that can stop the run, but also quick enough to be able to get to the quarterback and also just run sideline to sideline, chase down plays. Pretty much, it kind of feels like being a linebacker, but just being 300 pounds. But then again, if you are less than 300 pounds, if you're able, like guys like Aaron Donald, um, Osa, for guys that's you know that's maybe a little bit smaller, able to get the job done, that's just good enough. So. Um, if anything, the game just got a lot faster, a lot quicker, and a lot stronger.
2: As you get older, how do you kind of? I guess not trying to call you older, nothing. But I'm just oh, saying, yeah, as you yeah, get I'm older,
1: i <laughs> I'm only thirty, man.
2: <laughs> but as you get older <laughs> in
0: <laughs> this <toe> game, <laughs> I'm like, wait, let me The, make the more sure time that. you spend <laughs> in the league, yeah. yeah there, there we it go. Is, there the it
1: more is.
2: time yeah. you spend in the. What is this? Uh, <laughs>
1: Team Thirty is the new twenty for the people that's out there. There we are. My bad. My bad. As I get older, (laughs) forty gonna be the new thirty. Okay, heard you. You Keep going like that.
2: (laughs) But no, as as you spend more time in the league, Mm -hmm. that's better. Um, How do you, I guess, continue to make sure your speed is up to par with you know? Because a lot of young guys are Mm -hmm. a lot younger. You know, they're coming in the rotation. How do you kind of maintain that?
1: Really, just you know, with my off-season trainer, uh, Big Dog Football, that's in Las Vegas. Um, Really just, you know, being able to keep these feet moving, you know, having good hands and um, just, you know, playing for 11 years. Now I I feel like I can just wake up and play the game. Um, Maybe need to stretch a few minutes before I go. (laughs) But uh, once I'm worn and ready, man, it's nothing I haven't seen Mm -hmm. that uh, when I'm playing the game that I don't know what's coming or or, uh, where they're trying to attack at. And then with the coaching staff that we had that put us in great positions, and let us know where certain plays are there to be made. It just makes my job a lot easier. It kind of looks – it may look easy, but it's not, you know. But um, it's just knowledge and wisdom now.
0: You're a quiet
1: guy. (laughs) Kind of quiet. Yeah, I'm kind of quiet. Yeah, I mean – I'm starting to do a little more talking. Now, that's good,
0: but, I mean, if you – I don't want to call out any names, but if you walk in the Cowboys locker room during the week, there's (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> one end of the room where there's you know if guys are in there or not before yeah. you even go in you know what i'm saying yeah you know you and know. you know who i'm talking about yeah. okay yeah. and you're not one of those guys no no i mean so the, so, the, so what what i'm curious about is is there do you, do you trash talk or do offensive linemen trash talk you is there any conversation going on when you're playing
1: I feel like all the only guys that trash talk me are the young guys that just g- came into the league. because oh, they don't, they don't, they they don't they know. really know. They don't, they don't understand. All right. Until they line up against me and play against me, and then after the game, <laughs> they like, hey, I'm sorry if I said anything wrong, <laughs> but you're a good player and stuff like that. But uh, it it, it goes both ways. When I go against guys that's great, um, offensive linemen, that's you know just good offensive lineman, you know, I get I get old guys that're kudos. But during the game. Yeah, there are times where I kind of forget who I am. You know, I may be saying some stuff that I don't mean, and if I think I push the boundaries too much, maybe after the game I will come talk to you. Like, I hope you didn't take none of that serious. <laughs> yeah, this is just all in between the lines. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of trash talking out there, especially yeah. with the guys that we have. No,
0: there's no, qu- there's no question. But yeah. and a lot of times, the offensive linemen they don't, they don't want to engage in that necessarily. Yeah, uh, lately. They uh, oh, they do. Lately, there's a new breed.
1: It's a new breed. A lot of guys been talking a lot of smack out there.
2: Hmm, what about guys from the Eagles? Yeah? Have you, have you heard of them? haven't played news? them yet. Well, have they just, I guess, been, you know, trash talking? You got social media nowadays, Ooh.
1: so. Well, you know, people talking on podcasts uh, now, okay. YouTube. Nah, nah. The Eagles haven't seen anything. They haven't seen if anything, Travis, uh, the center Kelsey. Jason, um, yeah. Jason, he's, he's a great dude. I didn't have a lot of battles with him when I was with uh, the Giants and the times I have played them with other teams. But, um, He's tremendous guy, tremendous veteran.
0: Yeah, he's—he's. I've really always admired the way he's played. Yeah, yeah. Center, but is anybody going to say anything to him about Taylor Swift? Does that come up in conversation? You know, Nicole is rolling her eyes at me. I'm so
2: sick of Taylor Swift being brought up in conversation. I
1: actually like it. I do too. Oh my goodness! Like. You got to be a Taylor Swift fan, right? Well,
2: see, no. no. I'm more of like a see, Beyonce. So check me, out.
1: I wasn't a fan, you know? but I always heard over, you know. But
2: you can't bring her over into football. We get it. They're dating, you know?
1: Yeah, but she's at the game.
2: But you got to show her every single time?
1: Yes. No. No. <laughs>
3: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> she's just up there with the Dallas Cowboys in terms of fame. I
2: guess. I guess. Like, I'm sure
1: everybody in here loves Taylor Swift.
2: Yeah. I mean, how many? it's no. fine. No, but like, okay.
1: There's some people that don't like tennis, court, but <laughs>
2: it's, it's not <laughs> that we don't like her. It's yeah. just the fact that yeah. it's being brought over into football. It's like, can we watch
3: the game? You know. Okay.
1: So Beyonce, was at the game. Okay, that's like, different. Like, oh, so yeah. Gonna, oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lil no, Biden.
0: it's not different because. Uh, Jay-Z <laughs> is likely to be at some games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, Beyonce has been at some yeah. games with Jay-Z. Yeah. But they
2: have not showed yeah. her.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe it's Kansas City. It's not, you know, Taylor Swift coming to Kansas City, I that's guess. a big deal. Maybe yeah. not for the world to really know, but, you know, for that fan base, it's quite cool.
2: I'll let y'all slide, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I,
1: I think Taylor
0: Swift <laughs> right now is going to more football games than Beyonce is. Yes. but um, That too. Um, all all right. right, we can move on from that. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you've <laughs> just, you. just you. about <laughs> enough with that. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's find out a little bit more about young Jonathan Hankins. Oh, yeah. How many other sports? Oh, man,
1: <laughs> what? How many <laughs> other sports did you play? Uh, just football, basketball. I probably I played baseball for probably like two hours and that was enough.
2: Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What made you yeah. quit?
1: <laughs> the ball was coming too fast. And they said, you can't stand on the plate. Well, I said, "How? I'm, I'm playing second base. I'm supposed to stand on the base, right?" they was like, "No, you got to stand in the middle." Said a ball coming straight at me. <laughs> I said, "No, I can't do this." Who just couldn't do baseball? Because you're a smart man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That ball's coming at 100 miles an hour. Uh, how,
0: yeah. much bas- how much basketball did you play?
1: I played up until <laughs> I played up until my sophomore year, and I was like, "Yeah, football, basketball practice." I think I should just stick it to one. Mm. What you know. about in high school? Yeah, in high school. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of just, you know, stick to football. Obviously, growing up when we had like barbecues and family came over, you know, I was like the next LeBron James, but you know, I didn't get the height. But you know, when I went against family, could nobody stop me? Did they
2: give me. you that name? Your family gave you the next LeBron James name, or you gave it to you? No, I
1: gave it to myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gave <laughs> <laughs> but no one was gonna try to post you up. <laughs> oh no, nah, no. Nah. I, I had to, I, I was able to shoot from three. I had the, the shakes, oh. you know. Before Steph Curry, I don't think I was the next Curry. <laughs> Big guys, you know,
0: singers want to do comedy. Big yeah. guys always want to shoot.
1: Yeah, because it's a stigma. Just because you be that, you got to be in the post, and that ain't always true. Like guys like me and LeBron James, we can do it all. <laughs> So, I, I, that's the way I look at myself. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, are you a football fan? Yes, yes, big football fan.
0: Amazing to some people that not all football players are football fans.
1: Yeah, that, 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 that is very true. Anytime there's football on the on the TV, I'm watching so it. So, you'll
0: go home and watch the game tonight? Yes, yes. Yep. Was, that some,
1: go ahead. was that
2: something that I guess growing up playing football, did you always sit back, watch football, and kind of study it? study the game? Yeah, so
1: I had um, two older brothers that played football uh, before me. Uh, I started playing football when I was six years old. Mm -hmm. My dad allowed me to. But um, once they kind of got a little older, I ended up becoming the only one that was playing. So Mm -hmm. um, they got used to coming to a lot of my games and watching me play. And I don't know, just watching my brothers play. And once I learned the game at that early age, I just knew that was something that I wanted to do. And I was very passionate about it. So from six until now, you know, I've been playing football, you know, you know all my life, but um, never really had a summer break. Did you have
0: a f- uh, favorite team, or
1: were you a guy who followed players? Um, growing up, you know, obviously I'm a Detroit guy. Uh, the Lions was never really that good. Couldn't get behind the Lions? No. Only thing good about the Lions was they played on uh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and that was like a family thing. We always watched them play, and sometimes they were lose. And lose, but there are times where they did win. So, when Sue and uh, they had that great uh, defensive line, um, I can't think who the other guy was. But they had some good years when they were pretty decent. And it was nice to watch. But I was a Pittsburgh fan growing up. Because? Because their defense was just nasty. And then uh, Jerome Bettis was playing on the team. and He's from, he's a Michigan guy. Michigan guy, guy So, right. it kind of correlated. And they was always winning.
0: Uh, and how do you feel about being part of the Thanksgiving tradition now?
1: Oh, I love it! I love it. Um, obviously, we don't get to spend time with our family on Thanksgiving, but to actually play in that game, and I think it's it's always you know Dallas is always playing in it, so I, I think it's a great tradition. I love it. I don't mind a little mini bars we get after that. So
0: well, that many that that, that <laughs> will come after the next week because you know you got another game the following Thursday.
1: Yeah, see, one thing I have learned to be in a Dallas Cowboys, is you're on TV yep. all much the time, all the time, all the time, back to back to back to back. Right. So that's also a good thing, um, but it, it did take some used to. Because we play Thursday, and then we come back and play another Thursday. I said that can't be right. Let me check the schedule again. <laughs> oh no, that, that, that it it is no, right. No, that's right. So <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's good. Prime it's team, it and then you'll sense. get the little bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that'll be good. All <laughs> right, we're gonna take a little bump, yep. and
0: then we're gonna be back with. Uh, Big Hanks, Jonathan Hankins yes. uh, at the uh, Sidecar Social uh, in the Star District in Frisco.
2: Yes, and this segment is brought to you by Papa John's. It's big, it's good, and it's only for Cowboys fans. The Cowboys special from the Cowboys and Papa John's, a large one-topping pizza for only nine ninety-nine. dollars Ordered today, better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, the official pizza of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: I wish <laughs> we could come back with some Taylor <laughs> Swift music. I really do. I don't think we can put that together that fast. I don't think so either. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, when you stay at Omni Frisco at the Star, you stay at the official hotel of your favorite team. We built this place.
3: Wow. <laughs> I that's knew what this one. I knew it. I knew it.
1: Never knew. I heard it before. I just never knew this one's heard.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe you actually did this. This
1: might be on 2K Basketball.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. I this song?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, see, you want to sing to it. You want to groove. You want to dance to it.
2: let uh wasn't great i just said i didn't want to see her you know on the screen
0: well, you're not seeing her <laughs> <laughs> this is the cowboys hour yep. brad sham nicole <laughs> hutchison and jonathan hank it's all all taylor swift fans just trying to spread the musical love a little bit <laughs> yes. except for nicole she's kind of out on this deal yes yeah, yeah, but hanks is really cool. and i are are we're, we're in uh, Joe Trahan, have you got a? Uh, <laughs> are you hiding from us with a microphone? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, Joe. Joe had had it enough with uh, Taylor Swift. Also, he's. <laughs> but now, if you have a question for uh, no, Jonathan, no. hold no. your hand up, and we'll we will come uh, around to you momentarily. Mm. And uh, it, uh, yes, no, we're not ready yet. Oh, here we go. Okay, we good.
1: One. We got one. Great. Thank Make you. Make it good now. Good evening, Jonathan. How are you? Doing good. My name is Rambo. Nice so you were saying that the, typically the
0: younger rookies are the ones that trash talk. And once you kind of set them straight, they're a little bit
1: apologetic mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah.
0: So are you trying to say that
1: they're easier to manipulate? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> they're like little babies out here. They don't understand yet. They don't know they don't know. But I'm going to make sure they find out. Mm. You know. Oh,
0: here we go. Yeah, good. Go ahead, Corey.
1: Um, what's up, Jonathan? My name is Corey. Um, you have helped improve the run defenses you've going on in the team. Can you talk about the importance, like, you take on a lot of double teams, uh, push the pocket reel in the backfield to be able to allow the linebackers to be able to run and, you know, um, hit the running backs and meet them in the hole. Can you talk about the importance of that? Yeah. Um, you know, as a D lineman, if you can stop the run with just, you know, the front or, you know, the front seven. And uh, you know lead those guys in the back end to be able to cu- cover and chase those receivers down it definitely makes the defense a lot better uh, Also being able not having to you know bring another guy down in a box rather than having them in coverage or cover You know another weapon of the, of the opposing team is huge But if you can stop the run with just those front seven guys uh, It makes it a lot easy for the defense makes it easier for the coordinator to be able to call different plays different looks and and um, you know, it's just good for those guys in the back end that's behind us, you know, we want to be able to keep those guys fresh, rolling, moving and chasing guys down while we you know, holding the blocks, you know, keeping you know, the distance and longer range for uh, guys like Micah and D-Law to be out there, go out there and pass for us, so
3: Hey there, Aaron from McKinney. Hey. This is going to be something that's not football, it's more
1: personal. Oh, okay. First okay. off, you can give a shout out to your wonderful wife. Oh, yeah. yes. Home to yes.
3: And then uh, if this is going to be your permanent home, what are the chances of your wife, because she's very successful in her business, mm-hmm. opening up the cafe in, uh, in Dallas?
1: Ooh, see, so now I like food <laughs> now. Um, you know, but I'm not sure what this, uh, after this season may hold, but I'm not going to lie. Um, if, it, if, if I didn't already start building a house back home in Michigan, this would have been a place where I would have built the house at. Because you get so much, you know, bang for your buck here and being a Dallas Cowboy, it only makes sense to, you know, stay here and, you know, uh, you know, finish, you know, leave off my legacy or however, you know, it may play out. But um, Dallas is definitely, uh, you know, means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, quick story, when I finally uh, announced that I was coming out for the draft, one of the first places I came to train was here, and it was at Michael Johnson's. A sports facility, and um, obviously got family out here, so I've always been coming to Dallas. Just never been able to live. So you know, last year and this year, it just kind of just kind of comes full circle. You know what I mean? It's just it's crazy the way the world works sometimes. A lot of
0: guys, a lot of guys from who have come from other places, Mm -hmm. come here, play here for a while, and said, "I don't really
1: need to leave." No, I was talking to Donovan today, and uh, you know, he just got paid this year. I'm like, bro. Are you, are you planning on going back home to uh, Louisiana? He said, No. Nah. <laughs> so I'm staying here. Said, Why would I ever want to leave? I said, You know mm. what? It makes sense. You know, and he's he's a terrific player. We got so many great guys on this defense. It's yeah. insane.
3: I feel like the uh, key to uh, part of the key to our defense is the rotation that y'all have on the front. Yeah. And uh, uh, can you speak on that and the chemistry that? You guys, all the front line guys, all yeah,
1: have um, AD. He does a, a tremendous job of keeping everybody fresh, keeping everybody rolling. Um, shoot, first stream, second stream, or just the rotational guys. We all could be starters anywhere else or on this team or this defense. And it's nice that they give guys a shot to go out there and show that they can still perform and you know play and add value to this defense. So um, you know, just being able to be able to rotate guys and not just leave four guys out there all game for the whole game, uh, it's a big bonus for us, especially with a long season.
2: Oh, this this uh-huh. questioner
0: could be trouble. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello.
3: My name is Gabriel, and what's your favorite color?
1: Purple. Oh. Purple. Yeah. Oh, you, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Blue, okay, okay, okay. Gabriel, how old are you? Seven. Seven. And are you a football fan? Are you?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Who who's your favorite player on the Dallas Cowboys? Doc
3: hey. Prescott. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you fucking save me, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're good. You're fine. That's a good pick. I ain't gonna lie.
0: Gabriel, thank you. That's that was guy I told you that would be trouble. Yeah. Yeah, out for kids. Out. Uh, there's know we'll there's out. no doubt. Um, what do you want to tell us about your wife's business?
1: Oh, so right now she's uh, real estate. Um, yeah, she's in real estate right now. But uh, as far as like business opportunities, she's getting ready to open up her med spot back in Michigan. Still in the works for are Still trying to find the facilities and the buildings and things. But um, we're just really just trying to figure out. You know, after this year, you know, what football holds for me. And then once we figure that out, hopefully I'm still a Dallas Cowboy. (laughs) I want to be still a Dallas Cowboy. But, um, you know, we're still doing the research and study for her to get that going. But um, all in all, just, you know, I hold my family real, you know, dear to my heart. You know, I'm a big man of my faith, you know, the God above. But uh, really just taking every day as it goes and. Just enjoying the moment.
2: You have a daughter also that's turning yes, three weeks. Yes, three I, have,
1: weeks. I have a three-year-old daughter. Well, I she's about to be old. three November fifth. But her birthday we celebrated Aww. this past by week four. So, um, man, she's a ball of joy, a ball of energy. And if it was up to me, if I was to have another one, I hope <laughs> it'd be a girl. <laughs> you like being a girl, Dad? Yes, yes, it's nice. They're sweet.
0: And how, how much longer do you want to play? Now, honestly,
1: I think I got about another two or three more years left in me. Um, the way I've been playing the especially way especially the way they use you. Yeah. yeah, well, definitely the way they use me But just overall how my body feels, man. I, I'm I've been blessed to be able to play as long as I have, you know Not necessarily having no big injuries or anything, but just being able to continue to play year in and year out and feel fresh And not feel like be down while in the trenches. Just shows you how good um, you know my train there is, and you know, how good I use my hands and these sweet feet that I got. And what's the name of that formation again? The Hank formation. Hank formation.
0: The Hank formation. Yeah. I'm going to have some conversations this week. <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. It's another Cowboys Hour. Thanks to Big Hank, Jonathan Hankins. We'll you see God. you next Monday night on the Cowboys Hour. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
3: How about you, Cowboys?